Hey everybody, Jesse Humphrey here. This is After the Gig. Welcome to the show. Going to keep this intro very, very short because I want to get to it. Today on the show, I have Mr. Terry Clark from the band, the world famous band, Carbon Leaf. Terry is the guitarist, background vocalist, um, great breakfast maker on the bus, also wizard behind the computer in the recording studio, and master of all dad jokes. Um, just a reminder, you can always email into the podcast after the gig pod at gmail.com. Check out the Carbon Leaf Kickstarter, which has been doing extremely well. The fans, you guys have been so supportive of this project that we have coming up. And we have so many awesome things that we're making available to you guys. So check that out. Also, I'm going to be posting more things on the After the Gig YouTube page. Some videos, little clips here and there. Um, so make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, there's, I'm just, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff you got to do. A lot of homework. As far as that's concerned, we're all good. Friendly reminder that I will be going live on Facebook, uh, on my personal page, facebook.com slash Jesse Humphrey. I'll be doing that tomorrow night at eight o'clock, Thursday night at eight o'clock. And that's, I believe the 25th of June. So I think that's it. Terry Clark is one of my favorite people. He is a pleasure to be around. He's a pleasure to be in a band with and has much bandwidth. Anyway, uh, I got nothing to say. Here is the episode with Mr. Terry Clark. You know, remember, remember when we were on tour in way back in March of 
1495 when we were on tour last and 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 it was like oh schools are closing for two weeks and this whole thing should blow by and we're like sweet this is gonna be no problem jesse's having his baby and april so we're supposed to be off anyhow so it's not a big deal next thing you know and it keeps and it keeps going yeah it's like the the biggest issue i have is when you just can't see any end in sight you know you just noticed when we were on that tour every show there was like less and less people coming it was like every day there was new information where more people were like oh I, i don't know if i can be around anybody but yeah pretty shit hey i'm i'm worried about the fall <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie pretty worried that it's going to uh extend to at least 2021 yeah i'm worried about that and i'm also worried about that it's going to be piecemeal that some cities are going to be like oh we're going to open and then a lot of cities are gonna be like oh we're not going to open and some venues are going to be trying to make stuff work but a lot of them won't be so we're, we're gonna like Right now, we've got an awesome tour lined up with like shows, you know, on the West Coast stuff like shows every day. But if you like, if you take two thirds of those away or half of those away or try to reschedule all those, it's going to be a nightmare to like, (laughs) to like try to lose half the tour. You know, I'm, I'm, that would, it's one thing to just be like, well, it's all over till 2021, reschedule it all. But like to try to make some of it work, I think would even be harder. Yeah, because you like you could have like Chicago cancel, but like nothing in California cancels. So yeah. you're like, all right, we have a date this week in in uh, you know we're uh, in Austin, and then next week our show in in you know New Hampshire is still on. So it's like. Yeah. Super weird routing, super weird timing. So I don't know. Have you been in con? Do you know like what the vibe is with venues, with what they are saying and how they are approaching the whole thing? I think it's different from venue to venue and promoter to promoter. And uh, yeah, I don't, there's definitely not a consensus at this point. So they're all just trying to salvage things. Cause like the more stuff that gets backed up, the more it runs into other people's scheduled shows for like, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. And it's like the entire planet now is trying to reschedule everything. So it's not, it's certainly not just us. So you're, you're definitely running into everybody's like, well, let's push it to December. And you know, everybody's, everybody's looking for those same four weekends in December. Were the kids bummed that they had to, uh, they didn't have any school or were they pretty psyched? They were okay with it. And that's the other problem with fall for me is um, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be doing at least some distance learning, meaning homeschool and I'm, and I'm the teacher. So, (laughs) so at this point, our, our County has, has, you know, we're like, oh, we're gonna have two options, and it looks like maybe half half the students will come back half the time, and then they'll rotate the, and then the other half of the the students will come back for half the time, and whether that's like two days a week or every other week or something like that is uh, it's gonna be a nightmare. 
yeah. just just you know and there's a lot of folks out there working parents who've got to figure out you know not just the education part of it but like wow how do i not only make sure my kid doesn't fall behind but how do i go to work and still still have three kids that need homeschooling you know and supervision so they don't burn the house down right so. and i can't and uh, yeah i don't know i don't know how you how you do it with three kids with with a infant and us both home all the time it's hard <laughs> yeah yeah but you know they're getting to the age so for the everybody listening my kids are i have two boys that are seven and eight and a girl who's 10 and they're getting to the age where they can do a lot of stuff for themselves especially scarlet my 10 year old she can do a lot so it's cool and even if i need to like push on her to help me do some schooling like scarlet i need you to help you know sam with his math workbook for a little bit i've got to go do something real fast and she'll she can definitely do that which is really cool and you can let them do arts and crafts by themselves in the garage for you know a couple hours and hope that they don't burn things down with hot glue guns, but mostly, mostly they do, they do pretty good, you know, they're, it, it, and it's nice, but they definitely need supervision and they definitely need help with the school stuff. So, you know, the difficulty is the, the spread in age, like Sam was a seven year old going into second grade this year. So he needs a lot more attention because he, he, he just can't go read a book fully by himself. He needs, he can read, you know, half the book, half the words maybe in his books by himself or two thirds of the words. And you kind of got to help him along and make sure that he's actually reading and not just looking at the pictures and he's doing the stuff. And, you know, the older kids, you can say, go read a book and write something about it. And let's do a craft based around what you're reading and think about, you know, a project based on this science thing. And they can, you know, Scarlett's already plugged in. She's like, okay, well, I did this project in Google Slides and it's got some video. I did a stop motion video for it and, and uh, some sound effects. And I think it kind of encapsulates the book. I'm like, you did what in Google slides? How the hell did you get to Google slides? <laughs> and like, you know, she's, she's doing, you can kind of set her loose to some degree. You definitely need to help, but the, the having the, the spread of, of ages and, and, and needs is tough. So I don't know. It's that having that thrown into the fall is definitely going to make touring interesting for sure. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, your your wife is working you're gone and then yeah no I'm, no school <laughs> yeah unfortunately my wife is working from home but if anything she's working okay. she's working even more like literally she shuts her office door at, at, at 8 eight thirty in the morning and then maybe you see her for lunch but mostly i'll like run her up a, a quick you know a, a smoothie or a, a sandwich or something and and then you see her at 5 30 you know she's she's on zoom meetings and phone calls and doing stuff all day long so it's you can't she can't really homeschool and watch kids while she's trying to do that yeah it's like you have you have to be on yourself when you're working because when uh my buddy nick he works at google and they're all working remotely now and and he's like 
you know, you're just constantly in meetings. It's almost like they're keeping more tabs on <laughs> on you because they know they need to get the same amount of uh, work done, but you're home yeah. and you can go and get up and do whatever you want, whenever you want to. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> um, I hope I hope we get to play. <laughs> it's been a bummer. I know. So we did a a, a thing. We 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 finally got together maybe a couple weeks ago uh, and did a, a little video f- for somebody and kind of kept our kept our social space. But uh, John Carter and Barry and I, it was the first time that we'd been together in what since March. You know, all, all of us playing music in the same room. And I got to tell you, we really missed you, Jesse. It's hard. You know, it's like, all right, at least yep. the, the four of us are somewhat local, but we could slap together this quick video that we needed to do. And I was like, man, this is fun. I want to play music again. Where's Jesse? Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, do, let's do this. Let's go on tour. That's the hardest thing about me being up here and all you guys being down there and it's like you know when you don't have to deal with a worldwide pandemic it's hard enough and then when you just when you're just like you know i can't i can't go down with my with my dudes and and play and play music or hop on a plane and just like stay down for a week or two and and just uh kind of get some ideas out it's been hard but i've been trying to um uh to like you know voice memo some ideas and shoot them over to Barry and Carter and try to like do as much as I can. But I've been really trying to get the streaming and, and all that stuff together just to, I don't know, to scratch that itch. I don't know about you, but I, I miss, uh, being in front of people (laughs) a lot. lot. (laughs) I know I do. I do too. And I, I haven't, uh, we haven't really done much live streaming stuff, but uh, it was kind of, you know, have been bugging you for information and, you know, watching some other folks' videos and trying to see what we can do to, to make things look and sound good. So when we, d- I'm sure we will be doing it sometime soon, you know, so that it looks and sounds, it's important that it sounds good too. You know, it's, it's yeah. you know, one thing that's like, all right, iPhones, iPhones look good. They just, you know, you can turn it on, they look good, but it's hard to make a full band sound good through an iPhone microphone. Right. You know, so trying to make, trying to, to bridge that gap of, okay, what are we, what are we going to do to get to things to sound good and have, you know, five dudes come across on a live stream. It's, e- it's, it's a little bit easier. I'm a little jealous. I got to tell you, cause I'm a, I'm of you. When I watch your Thursday who, night, who isn't? I, well, I know for for <laughs> for so many reasons too, um, <laughs> but to, uh, like your Thursday uh, your Thursday live stream things are so they're so much fun and it's so cool because you have the freedom to to sing and play whatever you want with you know just you and your guitar and your voice and I am I can't do that I am not a good singer I can maybe do a harmony is my my best thing but you know you could I, I, i'm an accompaniment an accompanist you know <laughs> i have to be playing with other people that's my that's my role i feel and it's really hard so i want to be able to have all of us fit into a camera or fit into a couple cameras and fit it you know fit that sound out out into the internet so that i 
I can I can play too because <laughs> I need I, <laughs> I want to play too, guys. <laughs> I, I, and I need you guys. I need you guys to make me sound better. So I'll tell you. I mean, it's definitely possible. Um, you know, even with the setup, the limited setup that I have, which is four inputs. I'm only using I'm using two inputs. I go in through, and for all the nerds out there, I uh, I go into Logic. And I have my plugins, reverbs, and stuff. I actually just got a new uh, bundle of plugins. Um, the, oh, CL- yeah? the CLA. Sure. You know the CLA plugins? That's uh, Chris Lord Algae for those following at home. He's, yep. He's, so, a fam- he's a famous mix engineer. Yeah. So Dan Mills uses those all the time. And he's like, you got to get those plugins. And I recently just bought um, the Diamond Bundle. Of plugins which was like kind of expensive but yeah. i i was like you know if i'm gonna do it and i want to do it the right way i'll have to spend a little bit of money. it was way less than what the retail price is but i was gonna say wave waves which is the company that has the diamond bundle and uh, the cla plugins waves has been running some really good promos during this whole pan they they noticed it. they noticed that the whole world is is streaming and you know they're like all right, let's have some sales. So it seems like every day I'm like, ooh, forty percent off. Yeah, might have, every, to, might have to get the Mercury bundle. Yeah, know? I mean <laughs> everything is everything is like ninety percent off right now. They they pretty much chop it all in half, and then the the um the big uh, code promo code is create forty, and then it gives you another forty percent off. Nice. Um, so it's really if you're looking for plugins. Go grab some plugins, but I just got them today. I downloaded them before I started this Zoom chat with you. Nice. And, uh, dude, that is the kind of thing where I suck at tinkering with like different compressors. Like, I don't know what half the knobs do. What I really want to do is like play and just get a good sound and then yeah. go. So, that those CLA plugins are are perfect for that kind of yeah. thing, especially for drums. They don't have a guitar. lot of, yeah, they don't have a lot of controls. They just no. sound good. They just have the basics that you need because they're modeled on, <clears throat> you know, the LA two a and the, uh, the 1176 and the Fairchild and stuff like that. And their EQs are modeled after like the, the Poltec EQs and, yeah. and, and I tell you what I do and I, and you probably do exactly the same thing, but they usually come with a lot of really good presets. So it's like, yeah. oh, what is this snare three? Let me see what snare three sounds like on my snare drum. It's like, yep. oh, that, that's close. And you can kind of see where it's going for. And then you tweak it. And tweak you, the little faders. Yeah. And then you're like, well, what does that sound like compared to snare two? Let me <laughs> load up snare two. And then you yeah. can, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. it's great you can yeah you can get the ballpark and then just kind of like tinker around with the things it made me um because i sent the the drum track to you guys for the video project thing that we we're gonna do and um i didn't put anything on those tracks and then i just went in after i you know uh, up, uh loaded up all those plugins i just messed around for like two minutes and i got a great drum sound I got yeah. like a really cool drum sound and it made me think about how I want to mic things the next time around. Oh yeah. Because I don't, I think that if I move the mics in a different place or maybe gain it up a little, like the overhead a little bit more, I'll get a little bit more control or, you know, make that plug in be able to do its thing a little better. 
Um, but I don't know. It's all just a big experiment for me. But I'm going to try it out for the live stream tonight. Ah, uh, nice. And try to run that live through Logic. And then uh, and hopefully it sounds okay. Because hopefully it'll take less bandwidth to only run one plugin rather than yeah. like a bunch of different ones. So I think those will pop up in um, Final Cut, too. You mentioned that you were doing some video. Yeah, so that's like a double whammy totally sweet you know because it you can you can certainly get yourself into trouble mixing audio in final cut when you're doing video but it's it makes things a whole lot easier it's like oh i've got a sweet eq and a sweet compressor now i can do it all in final cut you know because i've only got two tracks of audio i don't need to bounce it back out into logic or pro tools and you know i can kind of fake it and have it be pretty good for a video yeah yeah um uh final cut is my is like i i've talked about a couple things how like on this podcast how if you want to try something new it always feels like this massive mountain to climb and the big the biggest thing to do is just get in there and mess around until you figure some things out and that's kind of where i'm at i'm like afraid to start doing it (laughs) because of how frustrated i know i'm gonna get yeah and and hopefully it just kind of works out but i'm gonna try to mess around with it, especially with this video and this audio um which is kind of the first test since i got my new machine which is pretty sweet so oh yeah so what did you get um i got a macbook pro a new macbook pro with uh um i sh- you know what i should have done i should have got um i should have got two or three terabyte hard drive i only went with the one just to save some money but i upgraded the video card and i upgraded the ram to 32 gigs so wow 32 gigs holy crap I, I almost went 64 damn but man it's did you like do that did you do cruises. that through, um through the mac store or through mac have them do it yeah well i just it? i just ordered it that way through the apple store right and on. for some reason they don't check if like when you're doing education pricing, I think, I think at one point I registered my email as an, as being uh, eligible for education. Carbon leaf, carbon leaf dot edu. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, I got, you know, I got that discount, which was awesome. Very helpful. I mean, my computer is, was like a uh, early 2012 MacBook pro with like, it started off with eight gigs of Ram and just, it was just uh, not, not doing the job. Well, I am talking to you through my, uh, I think it's an early 2010 I am, if you had a, yeah, I'm, uh, it is early 2011 and I just did the same, like, I'm like, I need a new computer, but I'm not quite ready to buy one yet, especially in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm like yeah. <clears throat> trying to make this one work. So I spent a few days where I wiped the, wiped the hard drive completely reinstalled the operating system, got it up to where, it was as upgraded as it could go. And then, um, I don't know if you've used o- OWC before other world. Oh Com- yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if any Mac users at home, if you need to upgrade, you know, pretty much anything on your Mac, OWC is, uh, the way to go. So I, I put 16 gigs of Ram in this and I think I had only had four before. Yeah. And I'm, and now I'm like, Oh my God, I have, it's like a brand new computer again, you know, yeah. because I had so much, I had, 
you know, 10 years of crap on it too, that have just, and I think that when I got this computer, I did restored it from a, um, from a backup mm-hmm. from a time machine backup. So it wasn't even starting completely clean with this computer. So it's just 10 years of, of crap. So I think just erasing, you know, reformatting the hard drive, starting with a clean install, deleted all the emails, just, and I just put it, put stuff back on that I, that I actually want or need, you know, I'm sure that I'm going to be like, Oh, what happened to the, you know, it happened to me yesterday where I was like, I think I had a flack encoder at some point point i wonder yeah. where my wonder where my flak encoder went things just go away well uh, yeah yeah so it's like well that's okay because yeah. it, now it works again at least for another few months did you upgrade the uh the hard drive as well i did that I, and i should have gotten a solid state but i did that a couple years ago i put in a terabyte and a half hard drive so it's got terabyte a big, and a half solid state or or no i'll tell you man spinning platter i've still got the old school baby when i put in um because i did the same thing upgraded the 16 gigs in the old computer and then i put a terabyte solid state hard drive in it and it was just like holy shit i couldn't i couldn't believe the difference and i'm not like a really a computer guy um I've always been terrible at keeping things organized. And when I upgraded to that, I'm like, oh my God, I need to know what to get next time so I don't screw this up and have to. And you can't really yeah. upgrade the new ones that much. They're pretty much come, come as you order them. And, and that's about it. I don't know if you can do any. Uh, I know. I was looking because Barry was looking at like maybe a new MacBook Air. And I was looking yeah. on the OWC site about up, upgrading. It's like, ah, just get the basic, go to Costco and get the basic model and yeah. we'll, we'll upgrade that. I was like, I don't know that I don't see upgrades for the you new models. You now. can't up, you can't upgrade the airs. So you have to go and get like, even if you were to upgrade your, your, uh, you have a Mac pro right in, in the yeah. studio. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, my, my studio, the Mac pro in the studio, I think is a 2009 maybe, yeah. but you should be, and you know, it's kind of specialized for whatever you're doing. Yeah. Now, to go from nerd computer talk to uh, to the recording, slowly we're going to work our way over to what people are interested in. The the new Gathering uh, album, which I think yeah. is safe to talk about because it's, it's an offer on the uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. Which has been ridiculously successful. <laughs> yeah, pretty excited about it. I, I, I was posting some stuff today and i hadn't looked at it in a few days and i was like good god we have the best fans we really do we're lucky did you guys do a um a kickstarter before this like have you done one before like i know a, like a pledge pledge campaign or something not an actual kickstarter but we've done crowdfunding through pledge music but pledge music as we all know has imploded uh yeah, the la- a couple of years ago. So we were lucky that we finished our relationship with them right before they uh, self-destructed. Well, that's good that that Carbon Leaf got it done before. before yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know while Kickstarter is new to us, the idea of you know doing a a, a crowdfunding campaign and with the support and and love of our fans really the input of our fans to to make the record is is something we've done a couple times in the past and you know it's pretty it's pretty exciting and anyway, i think we've got some cool offers and stuff this year and it's kind of neat that we're 
like you said, you know, we could, we could talk about gathering two um, a little bit because it's in there. Plus, this uh, uh, video project that we're working on, right? But but then the Kickstarter is actually for this full length record to come out in 2021. So it's 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 kind of like a a triple play. We've got three things going on with it. It's not just you know the 2021 project. Got some sweet stuff that's already almost finished if you know we're still putting the final finishing touches on it and, and gathering too i'm pretty pretty excited about we're, we're you know just finishing up the audio on that and it sounds sounds really good um kind of kind of i feel like it progresses a little bit from gathering one and gathering one i don't think had any electric instruments except for the uh electric bass on a couple songs you know whereas this this album's got a couple of not overt big electric guitar parts so much as you know little textures and things here here and there and uh most importantly gathering two has you on it playing drums whereas hell yeah yeah, whereas Gathering One um, was was neat, and it was a collaboration with um, We Banjo Three, and we sent them some tracks. And because of our time schedule, you know, we weren't able to get together in the studio with them, so it was a little bit, you know, not pieced together, but kind of pieced together. They sent us tracks back, and then we added tracks to those, and then we used some of the original demo tracks that Carter had scratched up too, because they sounded really good. And I feel like Gathering 2 has a little bit more of a band vibe. Uh, yeah, definitely, the, for sure. To the tunes that I that I really like. And, and, and um, you know, the, the drum kit sounds really, really good. I think, I think everything sounds really good on it. We got a couple new pieces of gear. I really like, like the, we got a new vocal mic. We lost our old vocal mic and the flood, the great flood of 2018. Let's you guys remember, did everybody remember to bow their heads and take a moment of silence on, on June 2nd? So it was like two weeks ago. I actually stopped. I was like, today was the day. June. Yeah, I saw I saw some like Facebook memories of it. And I was like, I'm, I'm just not even going to bring it up. It so we lost, yeah, time. we lost our, our kind of our main vocal mics. We just got a new vocal mic, finally replaced it a couple months ago. And this was the first project we used that on. And then the first project we, you... Uh, played here in the studio with us and um yeah i was just i'm just really thrilled by the way all the sounds came out and there's some neat some neat sounds on the record too some really cool uh, yeah you know vocal textures you're vo not just your drumming but you you know got to sing on some songs and uh it's cool i'm, I'm excited for it and without giving too much away i'm like oh i should talk about this but i don't want to like let too many cats out of the bag but yeah pretty pretty stoked with it and it sounds good with gathering one barry was like well maybe you know if we package them together someday how do they sound together would it work you know i think you got to do that like to to package everything you know it's since it's a four-part series when they're all done then you have the full yeah, the so full I, box set. Yeah, I mentioned it to our our mastering engineer that they might get packaged together at some point. So I think he referenced gathering one at the same time when he was putting the oh, final interesting. Yeah, pixie spices smart. on it. So it sounds they sound like they definitely sound related. You know, it's like not yeah. you know, it's like yeah, okay, this is the progression. This is gathering two. This is the next thing. You know, does that add another element of difficulty when you're trying to? 
when you're thinking of gathering one, when you're mixing gathering two, rather, um, do you know what I mean? Like to have yeah. to, to have to think of it while you're trying to record a whole separate thing. Uh, I think it was, uh, I tried not to think of it actually. Okay. You know? So that's really just like a mixing mastering, mastering thing where like the volumes are similar yeah. and, the, and the vibe and maybe, yeah. Okay. I see. What yeah. You I didn't, I didn't, I didn't consciously go after the gathering one sound for sure. And especially because it had you playing full drum kit and gathering one, um, has some drums on it and our, our friend Jody Boyd, who has a great studio in Richmond played, we overdubbed and did a bunch of stuff at his studio and he's a great drummer. So we're like, Jody, just play some drums. But all those drums were mostly layered, you know? So it's like, he'll he's just the one play. with the famous Cravato kit, right? He does. He has a beautiful yeah. cravat. He's got a ton of stuff, you know, it's like, Oh, you don't like that snare. Let me get out this 1927 black beauty or try yeah. that versus, you know, he's, it's crazy. Um, but he, uh, but the, and I think there was only one song that he actually played. Maybe "Wind in the Leaves," where he actually played full kit at the same time. Otherwise, it was like, all right, we just need tambourine and kick drum, or right. you know, okay, let's add a little bit of snare drum on the chorus. But it really doesn't need it for the verses, and it was more more percussion tracks than an actual, you know, rock style drum kit. You know, with the kick kick you know snare hat whole shebang at the same time um and that was fun to do on this record and i it was fun to have doug here uh help with the recording as well because we got to experiment with sounds a bunch i mean we had some some crazy compression for those that are uh listening at home compression is a way of uh reducing the peaks in uh audio volume so that you can kind of turn up the overall volume a little bit and you take can the loud stuff and then the quiet stuff and you do that yeah you push That's them together push them together and you can do that stylistically uh differently so you have a faster attack or a slower attack meaning that the compressor's reacting differently and it makes it sound different um and I've got like a crazy crappy compressor that sounds like a bad speaker phone, you know, that, you know, you wouldn't use for a whole track, but is really cool. And like one of the songs that comes in on the chorus and just adds like kind of this breathing, pumping, heartbeaty kind of sound to the drums, makes the whole drum gets kit, get crunchy. And, and we timed the release the way that the, compressor opens back up again to the tempo of the song so that it's really pushing and pulling with the tempo and like it's really pulse moving it forward yeah yeah it's really groovy and it was fun to, to you know we haven't done that in a few years and i love you know as a recording geek recording drums are like that's the fun that's the fun part you know we do vocals all day it's like one microphone one knob maybe a compressor it's fine you know as long as it's not distorting <laughs> you've done your job you know with drum yeah. with drums and 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 you know some other instruments there's definitely a lot more stuff to play with and and experiment tonally but it was nice just to worry about the drums and try you know three different kick mics and a couple of different room mics with different effects on those room mics so that you know right. treated differently for different parts of the song how has the um 
how was this recording experience of gathering two different from like uh not just gathering one but other recordings like echo echo and indian summer and stuff like that wow so those are all you know each actually let's take it let's take it like production wise like actually the writing and the creating of the tracks and stuff like that like how you know if it was smooth um you know just idea wise and taking the ideas into into actual recording well yeah so i feel like all of our recordings have been really kind of different stylistically and approach wise you know like we were just talking about gathering one where it had you know starting with some of the demo tracks and then building from those adding in tracks that were flown in you know from we banjo three in ireland and then adding percussion on top and it was fun because we were actually learning the tunes in the studio for gathering two so we were doing production um and pre-production at the same time. And right. a lot, of, ideally, a lot of times you want to actually maybe go out and road test the song and play it, uh, you know, try out different tempos, different instruments, you know, different ideas. Be like, okay, well, maybe that chorus should be shorter. Maybe it should go over there. Gathering two, we were kind of doing all of that in the studio. And it was fun. You know, it was a lot of, a lot of collaboration. It was like, okay, I really like this beat for that part, but I don't like it for that part. You know, there was another song where like you and John, like really like, okay, it was, you could really play a train beat here and it would be fine and it would be expected. What if we change things up, change the groove for the, for the, for the verses. That was the big, that was the biggest battle I fought Uh, in the whole album. I, (laughs) I felt very strongly (laughs) about how I thought that should go. And it was, Uh, it was, yeah, a nice, it, it was a nice compromise. Like you, 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 you get into places like that. Yeah. I think yeah. that, I think that if it had gone, um, like all the way in either direction, it would have been just okay. But yeah. that, that being able to use like, okay, Jesse's ideas for the verses are really cool. And then it makes the choruses when it switches to that kind of traditional train beat makes those really special as opposed to just having three and a half minutes of the same basic groove. Yeah. You know, so. And I think having both of those in the song, like, you know, between the verse and the chorus, there's like the pre-chorus section where it's kind of like, uh, you're, it's kind of both where I think it creates a bunch of tension in the, in the rhythm and then kind of accelerates into the, the, the train groove in the chorus, which I think, which yeah. I think was, wasn't something I was thinking would be effective, but then with the two ideas together kind of made a, a really cool thing. Yeah. Which, yeah. I like, I like how, how that came out a lot. Yeah. It was fun. That was a fun, fun tune to record. And the drums definitely sound weird. And the guitar sounds you know, the guitar sounds different too on that Carter used is like gypsy jazz, you know, which is a real mid rangey. Uh, oh yeah. I remember him going back and forth between the punch, guitars. We, and- yeah. We had like three or four of his acoustic guitars. We're like, all right, let's try, let's try it out and, and see what it sounds like. And like all of his guitars sound good. You know, it's like, so there's right. not like a, not like there's a, a wrong answer, but it's like, okay, a traditional, like gorgeous, well-balanced acoustic guitar sound was not quite right for this. It's like 
would be perfect for most other tunes. You know, it's like, oh, that's a great guitar sound. Now we need something weird. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this gypsy, you know, jazz gu- acoustic guitar that I guess is made to really project the mid range. So it's really kind of got this crazy mid forward sound on it. So we got that and the, you know, the weird kind of drum mm-hmm. sound. And I think you may have played some like kick drum with some mallet on it. It's like, we yep. need the kick drum to ring. And you're like, Oh, I know what to do. Let's just hit it with a mallet. Don't worry about the kick pedal. Let's I was like, ah, oh, that's genius. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, it's got not exactly con- never been done before. <laughs> well, <laughs> You know, but it's it's n- not that it's never been done before, but it's it's one of those things that if you don't know and you don't think right. about it, right. but it's like, oh, a kick drum, I need to kick it. It should have a pedal, you know, yeah. I should be sitting down at a throne. It's like, oh, what if I just hit it with a, lightly with a mallet? Oh, then you really get those heads resonating and ringing as opposed to that really punchy thud of a traditional rock you know, kick drum. It's like, yeah. we need a, a long, low sound, you know? And that's so always, that's always a tough thing for, for some drummers and even other instruments too, for, uh, for people to understand that sometimes the, the lighter you hit things, the bigger they sound in the microphones when you're recording. Yeah. I always think it's probably interesting to people that don't have never experienced the recording, uh, uh, experience while being in the studio because it's not always about the most pristine sound, which you might be trying to get when you're live. I know Carter is always trying to get the tone right. Uh, so he hears it the way that he needs to hear it in his ears. But when you're recording something, like you said, with the gypsy jazz guitar, it was like, it was the one that sounded interesting or weird or like yeah. kind of blended. You're thinking about the song and not just thinking about how can I get this instrument to sound the best I can for the instrument, but for the actual song, which yeah, might be yeah. kind of garbagey or trashy or whatever. So, yeah, exactly. Cool. And, and then, and then it leaves you room for other things. It's like, Oh, okay. Now the acoustic guitar doesn't have any bass. Let's use a weird bass sound that covers gets into traditional acoustic guitar territory or right. let's let's add a bazooki in the chorus then it, you know it's like it leaves you a little bit of room to do some other stuff you know everything everything can't be this huge big full range sound you know you kind of have to have different colors it's like you know a lot of people mix think 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 of it as terms of a, a color palette you just can't have everything be all the colors all the time. Right. Would you say that creating those sounds is your territory? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Got them. Nice. (laughs) Had to stick, had to get one in there uh, before this thing was over. Um, But yeah, I mean, the record. So another thing with actually with gathering one, which I wrote down, which people ask all the time, why is it not on streaming? services why can't you go on spotify and listen is that is that intentional um it it is because we're waiting to have gathering two kind of maybe at the same time and we're trying to figure out uh, a couple of different um 
kind of back-end business things. You know, we have our, okay. our, our main distributor that we've used in the past and we weren't sure if we just wanted to use them again or maybe change things up um, for this for this project. But um, I will be, uh, yeah, I'm uh, on, my, on my plate for the next couple days is to get both, both the, those records set up for streaming soon. Nice. You know, so that when so that when they're ready to go, they're ready to go. So yeah, that was Barry's like, "Hey, what are you working on today?" Well, when you're done with that, I need you to do this. So <laughs> streaming is streaming is one of those. So yeah, um, my babysitter just texted and asked if Sam was out here with with me. Um, she she comes and uh, works in the afternoon, so I can come in the studio and do some stuff and not have to be worried about what the kids are doing. Nice. And I said, no, Sam's saying, and she says, never mind. He's drumming with Barry. Barry's, <laughs> Barry's downstairs in the studio. So if you hear your drums in, in the background, that is, that is young, young Sam. I may, I may owe you some new, new drum heads and some new drum sticks after this virus is over. You know, if there's one thing I don't have a lack of, it's drumsticks and drum heads. That is for damn sure. Uh, did I ever tell you about that blue drum set, the history of that blue drum set? No. It's in the basement. No. So, so when I first learned how to play drums, I got this really crappy uh, CB drums. I think CB might have been owned by Pearl or something. I can't okay. remember. I can't remember exactly, but it was a very beginner drum set. It was like a step above like the one that you will basically fall apart if you sit down at it. Sure. So I was taking drum lessons and I couldn't like, I was basically like ahead of where my teacher wanted me to be. I, he kept giving me stuff i kept learning it for the next week and then he had this blue drum kit in in the shop and i was like at the point where this kit that i was playing every single time i played it i had to like crank the heads up i was constantly like the wood on it was messing with the heads i would break heads and stuff like that i also wasn't you know probably playing properly but um my parents needed to get me a new drum kit and i was in sixth grade and uh my drum teacher sold me that drum kit which was like uh i think i think it's a 70s or 80s premier custom kit all maple mm. i mean if you try to pick up that bass drum it's like super heavy it's really really thick and heavy so it sounds so good but i got that kit in sixth grade wow and I, and I didn't get another drum kit. I played that kit in different, you know, setups and stuff from sixth grade till, um, until Festy. When did we play Festy? Uh, that was, I feel like that was that same year, 2018. So that, that drum kit had its last road date at Festy in 2018 from wow. six from sixth grade and i've gotten like smaller kits when i was playing with steven kellogg i wouldn't bring out that kit on the road because it was too big but like yeah i've been playing that kit for such a long time so it's cool that sam is uh is yeah. playing that because i was about i don't know he what you said he's in like second grade yeah gonna be in second okay so that's probably that's when i started playing drums so it's cool that he's playing that drum kit yeah they've been they've been Digging in a little bit, not not so much with the drums, but like I got a couple of uh, music apps for the for the iPads because you know Scarlett wanted to, uh, Scarlett and Colin both wanted to learn piano, 
Nice. And we have they have a great music teacher at their elementary school, and she teaches locally. And was going to take on Scarlett as a student. She but she has like never has any openings. But she had one starting April first, and then of course the pandemic hit. She's like, I really don't want to. You know, I don't think it would be good to start with a new student remotely try to to try to teach her through zoom or whatever um so we got a an app called simply piano nice and and they have been they have been playing it's almost like a video game you know like they they're they're watching the screen and they're trying to they're trying to play along but they're like they're actually learned uh them and some some neighbors put together baby shark. So Scarlett's playing it on piano. The other girls playing it on guitar. Got a couple drums going and something else. There was like, and it was amazing. I was like, dude, you guys are actually playing a song. That's awesome. You know, and it was download acapella, uh, um, the acapella app. Yeah. I've got it. You know, do the whole, do the whole thing. I was, I was wondering if, yeah, on a sidebar, I was wondering if we should get that, the full, full registered version of that, app not just the freebie for for everybody in in the band. carbon leaf yeah it's not a bad idea i mean i i just talked to um you know we were talking about doing the multi you know split screen kind of video thing and final cut and yeah. uh i found i found an app for it that that has um pretty much everything we need in it nice it's, it's uh what's it called Ka- kawaki <laughs> sure it is yeah so uh why don't you open up at open that up on your browser real quick no i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you uh the link right yeah. now here it is boom and you can check that out so basically what it does it's an auto split so it's split screen effects for final cut and all the people you know you have the acapella it's basically a professional, uh, you know, full power version of the acapella app. So you have, you can mix your own audio and logic or pro tools, whatever, and you can sync things together and then split them all up in the screens and stuff. Nice. So I'm going to try to put something like that together, which would be, um, you know, an undertaking for me, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it out. That's pretty sweet. I can't wait to see it. Can you take people uh, before before we go? Can you take people through your uh, um, your breakfast routine on the on the bus on the rig on the? Uh, right uh, I, thought, I thought you meant now. I was like, well, or now? I mean, it's yeah, pretty exciting. I want to know. I want to know what cheeses you're using these days in your mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> you know what kind of scrambles you got going because you're the chef of the uh, of the band, pretty much. So my bus, my bus scramble is usually black beans, salsa, eggs, spinach, and cheese. All right. Um, hot sauce. Little hot sauce. So- yeah, definitely. You said hot salsa, sauce. right? You said salsa. Yeah, salsa. Yeah. We whatever salsa we get on the rider usually because we usually we have chips and salsa so we have leftovers on the bus usually, um, and I'll bring black beans, black beans, eggs, um, sometimes some meat, but mostly it's just black beans, salsa, eggs, and cheese and spinach. A lot of spinach. Yeah, it ends well, up well because this much spinach. When you yeah. heat it up and put it in a plate, it becomes this much spinach. I- exactly. Exactly. So. 
So I've, but I've stopped doing that because my wife doesn't like all that stuff in her scrambles. She just likes what? a pretty simple scramble. Gotcha. So what I've started doing on quarantine, because I was found myself like, well, if I make her breakfast and I make myself breakfast, cause usually she's getting other stuff going on. But anyhow, I've just decided to do spinach omelet. So every day I do a big four egg spinach omelet and we split it in half. And then I just dump my black beans and salsa on top. <laughs> yeah. When I'm when I'm done, as opposed to uh, trying to make a scramble, so put it all in, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the kids are eating just crazy amounts of food. I don't know what the quarantine is doing or if they're, but it, like this morning they each ate like I got like these ciabatta roll kind of things from Costco, and they literally ate the entire bag of of toast and like a half a stick of butter. <laughs> and and a, and a, and like a mango and two bananas and a and a pound of strawberries. Like, are you kidding me? It's not even nine o'clock yet. <laughs> I just Wipe. went. I just I, went shopping. <laughs> I know it's, it's crazy. I can't even so. imagine what your what your uh, Costco bill is at the end of the day. Do, when you walk in there, do they say like, "Hello, Mister Clark," and here's your private shopping section over here? I will yeah. say. I will say that they mostly don't ask me for my card when I walk in anymore. <laughs> they, they just wave. They don't know my name. How you doing? They know, they know my face. So, so you know now that you don't need to re up your membership. Yeah. Do well, you, you have to scan? Do you have to scan it at the end when you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. You definitely, right. you definitely need your card, but not, you know, to get in, I would say at least two thirds of the time they just wave me through. Usually yeah. I've got it in my hand. I'm not going to presume to be like the dude, but honestly I go usually once a week to Costco. So I can imagine going shopping there with you. You walk around there with, with like authority. It's like, I'm going here. I'm going there. Like how long do you spend in Costco? I try to go fast. So my, uh, I make a list in cozy, the cozy app. So my wife and I can share a grocery list and then I put it in order. Smart. So that I go in, it's like if I need anything through like the computer or a camera section, it's like, oh, like, you know, last week they had a hard drive on sale. So I bought like an extra, you know, five terabyte hard drive for $89. What? Yeah. And, <laughs> but, and then like office supplies and batteries and cooking stuff and then wine and bread and meat. And so I, I literally have the, the whole thing. My list goes in the order of the store. So I, so I just, I basically, <laughs> go the loop as fast as I can. That that's a veteran maneuver right there Yeah, to have the list go in the order of like the, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, what is, what is wine doing way over there with frozen waffles? Can't, that can't be this. (laughs) (laughs) This can't be right. And then you go in and it makes sense. It all makes sense. All right, man. Well, anything else you want to hit that we haven't hit? I'm trying to think like, I guess like, what are you excited about for carbon leaf going going forward when we finally get to play for people again and and not really including the kickstarter campaign or what's coming i'm, I'm excited about the full-length rock record that we're gonna do next uh release next year but um, yeah i'm really excited know. for that i'm excited to to you know we're, we just started writing that now so i'm excited to hopefully get some demos you know, cut here in the next few months to start listening to things and getting ideas. And I love collaborating and I love taking like ideas that are 
really small and bare bones like okay i've come up with this simple little riff on the guitar um and i like the idea of it now what can we do to make it something and then you add drums you know add a a, a quirky beat that like okay i started with a simple four chord progression that could have been any you know folk song but now it's took a little bit of a turn because you didn't do the expected you know drum part to it and then carter instead of you know playing a standard guitar part it's like oh i've got this cool pedal and i'm going to try that on a 12 string electric or oh you know right an acoustic you know guitar mandolin or a fiddle or something and it's like all right now it's really different and then barry you know twisted again and then they just turn something that that started so simple into something like so gorgeous and so much more than i ever imagined like like wow this is really i like you know i love seeing something develop into you know a real big thing out yeah. of out of nothing you know so it's it's it I, I just like the process and i love the the creative process of doing that but then also the creative process of finding the sounds that that also then make those instruments interesting and the parts interesting so i i, I really look forward to that i can't wait to get back on stage you know so i yeah. hope i hope that we can do that i can't wait to see our fans you know we have we, we we hit on that earlier with the kickstarter and stuff we really are the luckiest band in the world we've got great fans and and you know i miss them i miss seeing you know we, yeah. you get to you know when you play a boston it's like oh we're gonna see all these people that you know that that make shows in boston feel special you know or wherever whether it's chapel hill or denver or dc it's like all those places yeah, have their Seattle. own yeah they all have their own personalities because they're you know our our fans are are there and they're awesome and i can't wait to get back out there and do that again yeah so yeah and, and that idea of like taking a small uh with the recording taking a small idea and then having it turn into this thing like i'm always amazed by uh our bands to take that small idea that could just be a linear thing and could just kind of go on the way that you would expect and be um uh and what's the word i'm looking for i don't know just be normal and we uh i'm always amazed how it turns into like these little parts and these cool little cool little things that you wouldn't normal that makes it inherently carbon leaf you know yeah. you wouldn't normally think of this thing leading to this next thing or whatever so and while also sounding cohesive and cool as a song at the same time which is which is awesome but yeah it's it's been awesome with the live streams to be able to interact with the fans um you know i've been lucky enough to kind of like grab a really great um uh group of the carbon leaf fans and have them be into the stuff that i'm doing with the podcast and the live streams and stuff like that and um hopefully some of the stuff that i'm doing is kind of holding people over uh with their carbon leaf fix until yeah, we, until sure. we can, until we can get out there and uh and rock and melt some faces again so but yeah yeah man. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and as a listener, it's fun to to tune in. And we're I was you know we were talking about tunes the other day. It's like some of your cover. Your I love your 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 originals are awesome, but then you also have some great taste in covers. And I was like, wow, I don't want to step on Jesse's toes, but that would make a great Carbon Leaf song. You know, it's like oh, we could yeah. take take that Beatles tune it would be really cool. I would love to hear you know what the band would sound like on that or whatever. So it would be fun to, to, to develop some of those tunes. And, and it's fun. It's fun to watch, to tune into your podcast too. I know S- Scarlett loves it as well. She's watched oh, a couple times with me. I gotta, I got to, uh, dial back the F bombs then. Uh, um, la- last time we tuned in, John was on. <laughs> I, I had, to, I had to check. Te- I, I texted John. I texted John. I was like, kids are watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, uh, yeah, it's funny with the covers and stuff. A lot of those different versions just come from my inability to play them the, the way that they were written. So uh, I, ha- I have to change. I have to change certain things, especially with guitar, because I'm not the most proficient guitar player in the world. I've gotten better over the last couple of years, but like, um, there are certain things where I'm like, well, I'm not going to play it exactly the way it is there because I'm trying to make the vocal. I need that is taking priority. So I need to dial something back or change something to be able to deliver the vocal the way that people will recognize it. So that's kind of how it sounds different. It's just my inability to play things the way that they were written. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's working. Cool. Awesome. All right, man, unless you don't have uh, anything else, I'll let you get back to the fam. I think that's it, man. I appreciate you having me on. This is really cool. Of course. This is going to be great. Um, when, you know, eventually we'll do it again when, when we're in person. So yeah, for sure. Say hello to uh, Britt and the kids and Barry and um, likewise, don't, man. Don't break my don't break my drum set. I would definitely won't. But yeah, you too. I hope things are good at home there. And you know, it's it's amazing to have a baby. You know, and I, I hope you guys yeah. are aren't uh, going too crazy with. Uh, no, it's been really. It's been it's been fantastic. It's been really really great. And and the fact that um, we both been home all the time and we get to hang out hang out with them and and kind of learn his little things i remember you telling me uh before before we had ethan that like yeah it's easy they tell you what they need they tell you what they need and just do it (laughs) which is like kind of bullshit but (laughs) yeah you know like today he was like crying like he just won't stop crying and a lot of it i noticed that he's like finding different like tones in his voice so he'll cry but it won't like really be crying he he'll find like this different thing and then he'll do it and he'll like be like wow this is crazy and then he'll start laughing after he does it and it's it's like the cutest thing ever uh just right. watch watching him figure stuff out nice which is awesome all right man i will talk to you later thank you again for doing this i really appreciate it i am man looking looking forward to hearing it peace later this guy terry clark that's it that's my conversation with terry clark make sure you subscribe download the episodes and uh if you got anything email into after the gig pod at gmail.com uh check out my live stream facebook.com slash jesse humphrey i'll be streaming at 8 p.m eastern time tomorrow thursday the 25th 
And that's it. I'll see you next week. Bye. The irony asked me, where have you been? I don't know. to do, too much to see, pictures to take people to me, when there's so much space in between, it overwhelms me, scene after scene passes by my life, the windows wound and the road is Tranquil